This is the Anything Period Podcast. If it's his only period. And today, we're going to be talking about HBO's hottest new series, Lovecraft Country. Fresh off the presses. Oh my gosh. So, to begin, if, if you haven't seen Lovecraft Country, please go see it. You need to watch this. This is not a suggestion. This is a mandatory order. Do it now. If you don't have a way to get HBO Max, find somebody who does and get their account. Or just bootleg it. I mean, don't bootleg it because you got to support the people who made it. Sir, but sir, sir. When I, when, I say, when I say bootleg, I mean get other people's like HBO accounts or, H- or Hulu accounts. Start a, you know what? Start a free trial. Start a free trial. Yes. Seven days. That's, it takes like one day, maybe two. To finish all like nine episodes as as of this recording. Yes. And the last episode of the season is coming out Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And I am ready, willing, and able for every bit of it. Pause and if that sounded sexual. I don't care. So, uh, Lovecraft Country was a, it's, it's an adaptation of a book. It's adapted for TV. Uh, it's creator slash showrunner right now is Misha Green. It stars Jonathan Majors, Journey Smollett, Courtney B. Vance, as well as other people you may have heard of. Um, the main plot of this movie, well, I this movie, no. of this TV show is uh, Atticus. I really was about to call him Atticus Fish. This is not yeah, Atticus Fish. This, this is not How to Kill a Mockingbird. Okay, so Atticus <laughs> Freeman is is a military vet who is coming home from. Korea? The Korean Korean War, yeah. Yeah, he's coming home from Korea um, to to find out what happened to his dad, right? Yeah. He gets a letter uh, when he's he's overseas about his dad uh, saying where he's going. So his dad said that he's going to Artem, right? And he goes there. He, He goes to visit his Uncle George. Like, when he gets back to the States, he goes to live with his Uncle George for a little bit. Cause like like you like I said his dad is missing, um. So his uncle George, um, he his uncle George and his uh, childhood best friend Leticia, Letty Lewis, right? They go to find um, his dad. At Artem, so eventually they make their way to Artem, but before that happens, whoa, whoa, whoa! At this point, you're actually explaining the plot. You're going into some shit that they actually want want to see. Okay, so so if, so if you hadn't seen uh, Lovecraft Country, please go watch it and then come back and listen to this uh, spoiler review. Yeah. Okay. Also, but but before we get into the spoilers, I just want to say that what Lovecraft what Lovecraft Country does, right? It has a healthy mix of adventure, suspense, and horror. Mind you, I would consider myself a scared little bitch. I don't really like watching horror shit. But some but some of the way that they incorporate it into it, it's not overbearing. It's very watchable and it's very entertaining. Due to the fact that you don't know what's going on, but you know something is going on. And as shit gets uncovered... And the way they're able to figure shit out, it is it is amazing and it's brilliant. And one thing that I really love about it is that we see that these people are fucking intelligent. But that may be a little bit spoily. But 
at the same time, it is very good how they how they use different um, genres and how they fuse it so well to where one is not overbearing and one is not too far out that it that it just breaks you out of your immersion. If anything, like some of the realms they go into, it puts you even further into the immersion because now it's like now this like it's like it's expansive like how they how they incorporate things, right? But again, we'll say how I have to go in detail in the spoiler portion of this review. Currently, actually, right now, this is the end of the spoiler-free review. So from here on out, it's going to be spoiler, 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 okay? Whatever part of the car is a spoiler, that shit, okay? It's about to be that from here on out. Now, I now there will be a point later on that you can jump back into the podcast. I know you're trying to do a spoiler one right now. You're doing great. But I just want to say something. Um, reasons why you should watch this show, uh, the, the way that it's, to, to explain what this show is like, it's like watching, it's like a black Stranger Things. It, it the show is very hard to explain for, to somebody, I'm, I'm a stranger to, some, to Stranger Things. Just to somebody who hasn't watched it, but if, if you, if you watch Stranger Things before, if you, or if you like it, or I if you, or if, or if you just know what it's about, then. I don't. Nobody's talking. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people who hasn't seen the show. Oh, I thought I thought I was involved in this conversation. God, it's, it's an A B conversation. It's not an A B C D conversation. Who is it? D. Like I was saying, um, if if you've seen uh, Stranger Things before, if you know what Stranger Things is about, it's I don't want to say it's very similar, but it's the black Stranger Things. But one of the things I like about the show is that, and I'm not really spoiling anything to be honest. It might be. Yeah, I might be. Hey, look, we already it's, spoiled, it's we not, already spoiler warned them. So but it's, spoiler it's, warning again, damn it! it, it you it, still warning. This me, is your second warning. Let me finish, okay? So it the black experience, like you can tell, this is written by a black person. Like you can tell. Oh yeah, this was written. You can tell this was written by by a black person. Just by the first episode alone, you can feel that. You you know that this is authentic and that this is true. A lot of the samples that this. I, I just want to go in, in depth for a minute just about the production quality. I know this might not interest some people, but let, let me tell you something, man. You should watch the show because... A is a great fucking show. It's a great fucking show just by itself. B, um, it was it was written... Well, it wasn't written. But it was created by a black woman, Misha Green. Let's see what other work she she's done. So, she's done Lovecraft Country. She's, she's a writer for... She's the writer for Lovecraft Country. She's... Ran for Underground, um, and Spartacus, and Spartacus, um, Heroes. If you like that, and Sons of Anarchy. If you like that, Sons of Anarchy was a great fucking um, show. And wait, Heroes? You wrote on Heroes? Yes. Holy shit! And she's also been director for Love Her Country. For when I so yeah, this is a, this but, is her first series actually directing, and she has done an amazing job. But yeah, like she's. Just, just if if you're a black woman and if you if you do listen to this podcast and you're a black woman, please support this. If you're, please support your fellow black woman. If you are a black man, please support your fellow black person. If you're black, non-binary, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, please support your fellow black person. And right. for and for anybody that does not fall within those categories, just support great content, and this is great fucking content. Yes, and 
I promise you, um, the how do I explain this? Like the non-diegetic music, right? The, both the diegetic and non-diegetic. Okay, you, explain for that. For those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know what diegetic music is, diegetic music is it means it's the in-universe music, and non-diegetic music means that it's the non. It's it's it's, it's music that would not be in that universe. Yeah, it's it's so like if me and July were listening to something right now, right, and and we were like characters in the show, right? Okay, we okay. Were, let's 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 say like we're we're in a western, right? We're watching a western. Now, diegetic music would be like like you know the whistling harmonica shit like that. Non-diegetic music would be like playing fucking sicko mode during a western when supposed to be like the eighteen forties. Yeah, but it's not it's not just about. Like, to further your, your, what's it called, comparison. Mm-hmm. Say, say if we were in a saloon, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a band there, and they were playing music, right? And, and we both, the both the character, that, that would mean both the character and the audience would be able to hear that music. But yes. if it was in a scene where, like, if you, you know, you know the, uh, what's called stereotypical standoff music, right? Yes. If, if we hear that, that's non-diegetic music. Ah, okay. But yeah, so a lot of the, a lot of the samples and like auditory things that you hear, in in this show, are gonna come from a lot of different places in a lot of different time periods. Yes. And it's fucking great. I promise you. Like, just, just, just the fact that they chose some of those like pieces to put in there is fucking amazing. Yeah, the the thing about the thing that I really enjoy about it because I I am a person that really enjoys music and I really enjoys shit like scores. The score in this is very it's really good. It's so subtle at times, but also so poignant at others that you that you don't even notice it. It just flows so seamlessly within the show that you're like, if anything, it's not just padding. It's it's background it's background music that helps that helps allude to whatever it is that they're trying to get you to see. Yes. When it comes to, if you're if, Lovecraft Country is similar to like Watchmen, in a way you know how in the first episode, like no, you don't know no, okay, so like, like for example in the first episode of Watchmen right, it started out in, in the, with the Tulsa riots, well not Tulsa riots, the Tulsa massacre right yes, and and white people were just like what the fuck I thought this was a this was like a made up thing I didn't know this actually happened right yeah. Lovecraft Country does that too, both uh, in the the events that happen throughout the story, like referencing uh, past events and stuff yes. that actually happened in history, and just like uh, like not religious, not religious, but but sim- the symbolism yeah. in various episodes and just like the effects of racism. Yes. And just like the the artifacts of racism that are in like Lovecraft Country, like you see that and it's there and it's it's a part of the story. Yes, it, it it's 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 in your face. It it lets you know that hey, remember this was a racist fucking time, mind you. They traveled to the south, where it was extremely racist. To where things not, I not, wasn't not, even not only, not only that, not only that they they do it in a way that. It doesn't hold your hand. It says, "Hey, this was real. This actually happened." Like, if even though this is a fictional work, this really happened to people. Yeah, no, like the shit that the shit it taught. 
I didn't even know about sundown uh, counties. I didn't know about that shit. I didn't know what sundown cities were. I didn't know what the fuck that meant yeah, you're until right. this show. Yeah, you're right. Because like that's literally like the first. That's the first title of the first episode, Sundown. But yeah, yeah, um, and, so- and and uh, and from what I gathered, a sundown county, which is well, hold on, fucking- hold on, we can get we can get into with with the spoiler uh, with, when we go into the spoiler review. But yeah, for the most part, like so I'm love, sure some people already skipped ahead. But for the most part, love Lovecraft a country is if it's just a beautiful work of art in so many different ways, and the production quality and time and energy spent in writing, directing, producing, uh, editing, from pre-production all the way to post-production, yeah, everything. There's you you see that there's quality and that there's care and that they want a genuine product to come out of this. Yeah. And my thing is my thing is too is that like when it comes to when it comes to shit it it has it has its moments of such variety that it's like it gives you pieces of the puzzle that you're able to put together and be able to make sense of before before they outright say it or before they outright demonstrate it. But yeah. Um that's that's all you have anything else to say as far as like the the story and stuff like that? Um, no. Just just go out and watch it, please. All right. Um, we're gonna go. We're actually gonna officially go into spoiler territory right now. Yeah, spoilers. In spoiler country, but yeah. Um, I want you to never do that again. What say spoiler country? What? what? No. <laughs> what? Anyway, um. So where do you want to start? Why not start at the beginning? At the very end. Yes, at the beginning, man. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, so, like I was saying, with Sundown, right? I never knew what the fuck a Sundown County was. Okay, so what I gathered from the show, Sundown County, a Sundown um, City, whatever, whichever, whichever, you know, geographical. Yeah, Sundown Town. Whatever geographical region it is, regardless. If you're not out there by sundown, they're and you're black, they're going to bring you out to the woods and essentially hang you, kill you, beat you, lynch you. Yes. And they can do that because they're the officials there. Just because you're black and you're out after night. Yes. Yeah. That was that was literally the first episode, and after like literally, what I love about this show is. I'm sorry, that wasn't even the first episode. That was like the first, that was only like the first, like what, 30 minutes of it? Yeah, just, it was like setting them up and then towards like the middle part, they, that's when they actually like went and went on the journey. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, that was, that was a good episode. One, one thing, one thing that I really enjoy about Lovecraft Country is that there's so much Packed into one episode, but it's not overbearing. And it's I'm, paced beautifully to where you can legitimately separate these things into three different episodes and I'd still be fine. But the fact that this is all one cohesive episode and it all flows so seamlessly is something that I am both intrigued and baffled by. Because usually, whenever you have things like this to where it's like a bunch of plot points, it it's on paper, it should be overbearing. It should be annoying. But these plot points are done so beautifully to where it's drawn out like it's fucking cursive, like it's fucking calligraphy. It's made to be a smooth transition from one part to the next. 
and one part can hint at the next part, but at the same time still transitioning through whatever it's going through, through whatever the story is telling you. And it is beautiful in the way that it does that. And it's it's not even that. It's I mean you were right about the pacing. Like I love I love how in just one episode, it's it's like reading a good chapter of a book. Oh my you know? gosh, bro! Because like, like it everything just flows together from one episode to the next, and like really great stopping points. Just like hmm, it's like after reading like I just like I said before. It's like after after you read a great chapter of a book, and you're just like, you know what? I could put this down and come back to it later. It's it's like that. My thing is that if you actually, bro, actually list all the things that happened in the first episode. Okay, right. So, Go ahead. So in the first episode, yes. Right. Atticus has a dream. He wakes up. He goes. He he comes home. After he comes home, he uh, talks to us. He well, he celebrates and has fun like being home and stuff, and then. After that, he talks to his uncle about uh, the letter that his dad sent him before when he was in uh, Korea, right? And so he was like, okay, we got to figure this shit out. It says he's in Artem. And then Uncle George is like, that's not real, but it actually is real. So they decided to make a plan and go on a trip, right? And then Leticia, uh, Atticus's childhood friend, comes back from wherever the fuck she's been, yeah. right? She's lucky a bum. Yeah, she. As we find out later, she's a bum. Yeah, right? but but we get into the characters. And and uh, what's saying? And they all go on a trip. Uh, with with Uncle George using the excuse that I'm gonna go and fill out the the guide. The guide that he's talking about is the Green Book. And for those of you who don't know what the Green Book is, the Green Book was a guide for uh to, to help Black Americans survive during in the South. Uh. During Jim, the Jim Crow era. Yeah, it, it, it the guidebook was essentially... Um, it was a safe place. It, 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 was, it was a book it was of... A, it was a book saying where you could lodge and where you could eat and like use the restroom and stuff while on the road. Or yeah, especially, it's, yeah, especially during Southern segregated races as places, which was the whole fucking South pretty much. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they go off on a trip, right? Um, they They get... They stop like at several places, and eventually it comes to a point where uh, they go to this restaurant, right? And uh, Uncle George is like, and then Atticus questions like, "Hey, isn't this supposed to be this place?" And then Uncle George is like, "No, um, I, I trust the guy, right?" And then they go in there, right? They go into the restaurant, right? Um, Leticia goes into the bathroom, right? And then she she goes to the bathroom, wash her hands. She overhears. The guy that's um supposed to be served with them, right? Mm-hmm. When when they walk in there, the moment they walk in there, right? They, they are, the, the they white are. people who are in there. It's like, who the, why the fuck are you here? Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. Look, one thing that I one thing that I will say is that um when when I said name the shit, I just meant like plot points. Like, there's a lot of shit that happens in the first episode. Again. Getting back to my point, there's a lot of shit that happens in the first episode, but it doesn't feel overbearing, and it's fucking seamlessly interwoven, right? So can I, can I can I finish? Yeah, because I'm, you, I'm you're going, going into specifics. I just wanted I just wanted the fucking base points, and then we go into specifics because it's a lot. It's just to prove my point. There's a lot of shit that happens, but it's can I can I can I finish? Go ahead. Thank go you. Ahead. So apparently that that place that we went to weren't safe for blacks, right? So. The fucking police, uh, fucking chase them and shit away. They they get into a shootout. Um, they they get saved by this silver chariot, right? 
They they eventually stop. The police catch them and it's like, hey, you gotta get the fuck out before sundown or we're gonna lynch you and kill you and shit, right? Yeah. So they eventually, with like 10 seconds left to spare, they get the fuck out of there, right? But they get caught, they get stopped by the police because so they barricade the fuck, they, the fucking side. You thought they were gonna get away? Fuck no. They're black in the South. What'd you expect, right? So, in the 50s. Um, they go, they, they draw, the police draw the guns, lead them into the forest, right? Um, with, with, I mean, not hang, they don't handcuff them, but they put them on the ground, right? With the, with the guns drawn. And it's like, I get it, your fucking traps, but how the fuck do you know my name, right? And then, guess what happens? This fucking beast, fucking creature of the night, just fucking attacks niggas and start ripping those white men to shreds. It was fucking wild. Ah, yes. So, they all book it into this fucking cabin, right? And for some, for some wild ass reason, this white man, whole arm, fucking gone, charmed off, completely gone. This nigga is holding a shotgun with one hand. Yeah, and still getting on them. The worst. I'm not even done yet. The worst part. You know the worst part. What? Let me tell you the worst part. The worst part. His his partner. His his, his dumbass partner. Have have their guns drawn on black people. With the person you should be worrying about is the nigga. Get that guy his arm fucking chopped off. Yeah. But anyway, that's not the point. So, the nigga who got his arm chopped off, he turned into a fucking monster, ate his partner, and fucking Atticus and uh, Uncle George get saved by Letitia, who they sent out to fucking run. And let me tell you something. Letitia was fucking float your out this bitch. Bruh, I'm she, telling you. She was booking it, nigga. And then she fucking rammed that fucking car into the cabin and saved all the asses, right? Yes. Yeah, that's basically what happened for episode one. So, this mysterious stranger who, uh, fucking, who fucking, I'm licking my lips too much. This mysterious stranger, (laughs) this this mysterious stranger, uh, shows up and, like, rescues him. And then, well, actually, they don't rescue him. So, they get the fuck out alive, right? And then, since the car is crashed, they have to walk to where Artem is. Eventually, by morning, they reach there. And then this white man opens the opens the door to where Artem is. It's like, oh, we've been expecting you in the first episode. Yeah. Now on paper, that sounds like too fucking much for one episode. That's a smooth three episodes, bruh. But an execution that is a beautiful that is a beautifully crafted fucking episode. Like, on paper, this shouldn't work. On paper, that is that is damn that is half a fucking series, for some shows. Like, but that's how it starts. Yo, yo, mm-hmm. can we can we talk about can we talk about the fucking characters though? Yeah, okay. Yo, yo, when I tell you, these motherfuckers are brilliant. These motherfuckers are. These niggas are amazing. Like the deduction skills that they have is fucking impeccable. It's no, it's just what what I like about it, the show is that they don't when it comes to revealing stuff, it's a slow burn. It is. They don't they don't play they don't I don't say they don't overload us with like a hella hella lot of uh exposition. They reveal shit when they want you to know stuff. They they look, this they show practice out. This show practiced the one key crucial rule. Show, don't tell. I wouldn't say that. 
I mean, yeah, but like... No, it, it definitely tells. Oh, yeah, but, but I'm saying like, it shows more than it tells. I know, I'm just saying they pace this shit out so well so that, so much so that like, you only get information when it when you actually need it, or more so when they tell you you, you you need it. Yeah, and and for those who think that's like a MacGuffin to where it's just like, oh yeah, they can just pull shit out their ass and then then they know how to do it. No, it is shit that it takes time and it actually builds up. You can actually see the progress to where they get to the point where they know shit. I like well, one of the things I like is how each character. Like, towards the end of the season, each character gets their own episode. Yes. Which I like, and I feel like they should do more of next season. Like. Or, or like, this this medium where they have, like, different episodes. Yeah. Like, where the plot is still the plot, but also delve into, like, characters and their backstories and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, um, do you want to talk about uh, Atticus and, like, each character individually? And, and the what? Each character individually. Uh, yeah, we can. We definitely can. I don't know why I just I just assumed that you wanted to get into the whole you know writing from a first hand perspective as opposed to the third third hand perspective. I mean I, I mean I could but we can start with the characters first. All right, cool, cool. So start off with Atticus. Okay, so Atticus, I'm not gonna lie. AKA Tick. Atticus, he's he's cool. He's kind. He's considerate. He's like overall just a really good dude, like a really solid dude, a great main character, right? Yeah. He's, he's done some fucked up shit he, in the past. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes he does have main character syndrome where he thinks he can do everything himself. Yeah, and he, he thinks can. he's fucking invisible. The, like to, to be honest, the the best time, the best time, um, whether where he's the most useful is when he's in a group and he's able to like, yeah, feed off other not, people. Not only get information, but able to like plan plan shit and execute that shit so that their plan can work. But when he's just doing it himself. Like, that's really fucking bad. And another thing, um, it, it, I can also see where he gets that from. Like, his, his dad was a d- adopted dad, right? Um, now, yeah, but this is but this now, is uh, this is a spoiler. This is a whole spoiler section. I mean, section. yeah, this is a spoiler section. I know, I know what I'm saying. It's like, that would have been like it. But then again, they already know they watched it. Yeah. And if you didn't watch it, well, I you fucked yourself. But yeah, um, Mel, Mel Rose, Melrose? Melrose? name? Melrose? Meadows? Who are you talking about? Ruby, Leticia, Atticus, Hippolyta, Ruby, Christina, GR, Dana Freeman. Yeah, Montrose. That's the name of your name. Montrose, right? Is it after that, right? Yeah. This nigga's stubborn as shit. He's fucking annoyed. Yo, this, yo, he pisses me the fuck off. This, like, this nigga thinks he knows his best, and I feel like Atticus does that shit too. But it's not... Oh, like, yeah. Like father, like son. Yeah, but it's not like... I mean, it's kind of like in worst way. It's like... I mean, they both want to protect their families. But going on your own and doing shit without a plan, like, just... Nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. And that's that's one thing... That's one thing, too, that you just brought up that I that I find very interesting. Even though that may not be his son, he definitely has the traits just like him. Yeah. That's the thing. But, yeah, um, Atticus is a good character overall. Like, he's a really cool, just a chill dude for the most part. He's, he's really... I'm not gonna lie. Atticus is a fucking, he's a fucking captain. He's a fucking black captain America. He is. Let me tell you something, because that nigga's a fucking nerd. This nigga's a fucking nerd. Yes, he is. He is. He is is essentially that guy that was very smart growing up that couldn't defend himself, but could tell you everything about everything. And now he grew up, and now he's swole, but he can still tell you everything about everything. Yes. 
Um, uh, next, uh, fucking Letitia. Letitia, fucking, fucking Lewis. Lewis. Right, she's she's fucking cool. She's a firecracker. She's just very she, spicy. She can, yes. she can handle shit, right? Especially when they fucking drop a nigga, yo. Oh shit! Uh, Again, but, first episode went to fuck off. But like, just everything, every just with her and Atticus, like. Shit just really feels natural. Just the yeah. way they develop feels for each other. Yeah. Natural as shit. I'm just like, I like it, you know? Um hmm. She's also kind of a bomb. I'm not no, a she she she's not kind of she is a when, bomb. When it comes to her family, she is kinda of, she's very much a bomb. No, she is a bomb. She is very much she is very much a bomb. She is selfish, but I feel like I feel as I feel as though like in the she series she's trying to rectify it. She she isn't she isn't like what's the word? I know sweet. She isn't self-aware about her selfishness. I feel yeah, like. yeah. Like, Some, yeah. Sometimes she does shit like she she tries to do shit to to like be like more generous, but it also comes out of a place of selfishness as well. Yeah. But I'm saying I'm saying like comes, like like the inheritance. Yeah, I'm saying that, but when it, she isn't like inherently, I mean, she is selfish, but she isn't self-aware about her selfishness and how. Like from an outside perspective, how it looks. Yeah, I'm saying no. I'm saying that, like like the inheritance. Yeah, and then, and then um, well, it's fucking Uncle George, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Oh, that man gave that man get fucking. I mean, he probably don't get resurrected. Don't, but. don't you fucking resurrect him. I want look. I want him alive just as much as the next person, but don't do that. You're gonna give him what I would like to deem as Dragon Ball syndrome. Because remember, Letitia died too. She's a main character. Okay, and George was a main character too. Your point? It was them three. They were the main three. You're right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Like, but anyway. The um, fact, no, but the fact that he died, it hurt. But don't bring him back. As much as I would I'm, love I'm to, not, don't. I'm not, not going to lie. Like, even though I would, even though I would want him back, I'm glad. I don't want to say I'm glad he's dead. No, no. I think it, it makes, narratively, it makes sense why, why he died. Because like, because you got rid of the motherfucker who was going to heal him. No, I'm saying just... It's not even that. I'm saying, that is that. No, I'm I'm saying narratively, not that part, but I'm saying that when it comes to Atticus and his character development and... What's that nigga name? Montrose and his... Montrose and his character development, right? Just say... Just say... Just say Tick's dad. Tick's... Tick, fine. Tick's dad and, and his character development, right? Yeah. It, that shit wouldn't have happened if Uncle George was still alive. Exactly. And that's that what I'm saying. Job. Narratively, it makes sense why he died. Yeah, I mean, it's sad the way he died. Yes, like, it's very sad. I but, really, I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I really wish that his pops got popped instead of him. I really do. But their character development would have not. The thing is, is that at that good. at that point of me watching, I didn't give a fuck about his dad. Okay, but, but I cared anyway. about Uncle George. Uncle George was that nigga. But anyway, um, next, next, uh, hip, Hippolyta. Hippolyta's cool shit, man. Hippolyta. Like, just, and I just want to, and this is the part where I talk about, like, first person experience versus third person experience. Let me tell you something. The kids are, the Hippolyta went through from, like, the wait, first. Wait, wait, Before we get into that, we didn't really discuss anything about George except the fact that he died. Okay. So, he was a fucking nerd, too. And yes. And this nigga fucking loved Dracula. This nigga fucking loved Dracula. Dracula was his favorite book. And yeah. it, just the fact that he was able to think, like, strategically and was, like, game for whatever and just, like, Getting getting Letitia and Atticus to where they need to go and shit like that was fucking great. The fact that the fact that he not actually even, not even that the fact that he like genuinely cared about his daughter and his wife without like 
being a stereotypical like yeah dad, black dad yeah. yeah like that was great too yeah like he genuinely cared about her his his daughter and her interests yeah he he actually did and what thing what's funny is that the stereotypical black dad trope is put on the person who actually isn't even the dad mm. didn't think about that one did you yes but um anyway. fuck uh, but now let's let's go back to to let's go back to so a character that has gotten so much growth expansion and I have loved to see every bit of it in this fucking show. Hippolyta Freeman. So Hippolyta, like when she started out, we didn't really know much about her to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we, we just knew that she but, was a sweet mother that was actually rather smart. But like like little little nods like her character, like the fact that she was an astronomer and shit and like was actually smart too. Yes. Like that we kind of saw that in the beginning, but we didn't really because we didn't. No, we got we got we got hints. I know. I just was saying we didn't really get that much from her. But after like George died, that's when like we really got to see who the fuck she was. Yeah. And like, cause after George died, like she became investigating. It's like, how did this nigga really die? Yeah, like, because because something in her really spirit die? was not sitting right. She's like, right? Nah, I don't believe you, niggas. You no. No, it doesn't, no. You got shot by the sheriff. Okay, but there's something telling me there's something fucking around here. Yeah, and then, and then, like, and then when she uh, went on her, like, self-discovery journey, right, and got sucked to that portal. And, that. And was like, and then, like, when the fucking big fucking Afro garment came out, and she was like, Bro. this is, she was like, this isn't a prison. Yo, pause. Not even that part. The fact that she, like, really used her brain, her big brain, to get the fuck out of there. And then got immediately got shot down. That was cool. Because we know, like, I promise you, we don't fucking see that many, like, smart black women that are like, oh my gosh, bro, yes! Like, like engineering smart and shit. And yes! Figure shit out. She a fucking genius, nigga. And, and she fucking the astronomer, too. We don't see that shit. We don't this at all. This is rare. Bro. This is rare. Oh but, my gosh, yeah. But, I'm gonna be real with you. I could. I would arguably say that Hippolyta's episode is is my favorite, actually. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not going to lie. If not my favorite, it's in the top three. Honestly. But, like, honestly, just the fact how how when the, the Afro Garnet, she said, like, this isn't a prison. Uh, this isn't the, a prison, but I can detain you. Yeah, she, she said, she said, this is a prison. Uh, this isn't a prison. Uh, tell me who you are. And and where you want to go, right? And she no no no. Like the shit her, that got me too is that when she asked Afro Garnet, we just gonna call her Afro Garnet at this point. Yeah. When she asked Afro Garnet, "Who are you?" She said, "I am." Yeah, exactly. And like how she went back, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I kind of didn't see the connection. I mean, I think it's because she wanted to go back and see like what's her name? Fucking what's her name? She went. She wanted to go back and see um. She's a black ballerina. She was in France. Yes. I know her name. We don't know her name. I know her name. Damn it. I know her name. This is bothering me so fucking much. Because I know her name. Fucking. Ugh. Well, I, I know it starts with a J. Damn, I know this so much. Fuck. What's her name? What's her name? 
Josephine Baker. That's Josephine it. Baker. Fuck, yeah. Damn it. I had to put that shit out of my brain. Josephine Baker, right? So she went back in time to go to go be a part of uh, Josephine Baker's dance troupe, right? And I was like, okay. I was like, okay. I don't know. I just ties in to whatever the fuck. But okay. And then like honestly, if if I had to nitpick, I would say that's the weakest part of the episode. What? Like her her going back in time and say, Oh, I wanna go see Josephine Baker. Like it's not it's not that it's not that I didn't like going back in that time. It's just I feel like it was weird because like it didn't connect with her character. But that's but that's the thing. It it did. How? It did because it was also something that she always wanted all of her life, but she always but she always felt deprived of because she Which which is what? Being able to be to be able to meet and dance with Josephine Baker. She wanted to do that. When? She wanted to do it. That's part of the reason why she said, I felt fucking, I felt as though I had to just be okay with just being a mother and a wife. She wanted to go back during that time. She wanted to see that. Not going back during that time. I'm pretty sure it's the, pretty sure it's around the same era. When was Josephine Baker, like, popping it? Like, when was Josephine Baker really just fucking shit up out here? Probably the 30s. She, yeah, she's an American-born French entertainer. Uh, when was she most active? Cabaret. Let's see. So the 19th, but yeah, 1930s. 1930s. So she had to be like at least a teenager, maybe 20s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Josephine Baker. Okay, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Yeah. But, but, like, it, it it was her first understanding that she didn't have to limit herself. That was the first thing. That's the first step. Okay. Now, once you learn that you don't have to limit yourself and that you're able to be more, then it transitions to the warrior. It transitions to the warrior because now it's like, okay, now that I know I can be bigger... But at the same time, there's always going to be opposition. There's always going to be somebody telling me I'm wrong or feeling the way that I feel and doing how I want to do it. The warrior was more so me being, more so her not only expanding, but her being able to fight to keep her expansion and to be able to expand and be more of who she is. Okay. That's the reason why the third part was when she was telling George. Because if anything, she felt, if anything... She realizes and she understands this actualization of I wanted so I wanted to be so much. Like I like I knew I that I could do so what? So going back to Justin Baby, right? Yes. I'm thinking about how like her I understand like why she went back to like Africa to fight. I understand that. Yes. The thing that I didn't get was, like, why she went to Josephine Baker's time. And that was, in like, now that she's saying all that shit, I'm thinking about, like, her her as, like, it's, it's, it's more than just her, like, I mean, yeah, it's an expansion of her identity because she was, she sacrificed herself to be with George, right? Yes. So, 
what I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about in terms of like ages, school, periods in time for for different points in your life, right? Like yeah. so like this her being uh with Josephine Baker would be like her young in her in her twenties before she met George, right? Her her in her young twenties, early teens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like early early teens? Quite possibly. At the same time, Josephine Baker Josephine Baker I know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about like age wise, I'm talking about just like in in like time, I don't know the appropriate term, but like time groups. Like time frame. Like st- stages in yes, what it is, stages in your life, right? Mm-hmm. So like Josephine Baker would be like in her twenties where she's like a single person and just like twenties, late teens, I would say. She start the point is she's starting out in her young adulthood, right? Yeah. And and her and her in her and her individuality and discovering like her freedoms and like womanhood and shit, right? Yeah. Uh the 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 her being a warrior is her like solidifying that and like standing up on her own, being independent and like just just taking care of shit and like really being yeah, evolving into her adulthood, like hardening that shit, right? I wouldn't say to adulthood, but yeah, I, I get mean, you mean. into later adulthood. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I guess, you, but you, like, no, 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 I, no. I get what you're saying. I, know, I get what I know, you're saying, but I'm, but I'm, I'm trying to analogy transfers. No, it does transfer because, like, you know how when you, when you're like, like for example, right, we're not right, mm-hmm. we're in our twenties, right? Yeah, and we're we're gonna fuck shit up, and we're not gonna have everything together, and then when we actually. I feel like it's gonna fall apart, but when we get to a point where we we can actually be stable and everything's okay, and we actually mostly for the most part for the most part have our shit together, mm-hmm. and we're like solid in that, mm-hmm. like that's going from being in in Josephine Baker's dance fucking group, like being fluid and in motion and not really solid, right? And then going from that part to being a warrior. Having to be solid and having to be fearless, having to fight and just be have that fortitude, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the end, which which is her go being with George and like after she's married and shit and like going through like motherhood and shit and having like like how she said having to like shrink herself herself individually to support her husband and her child. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I, yeah, I mean that was a long-winded explanation, but that's what I'm saying, right? I, yeah, I, okay, okay. I, I, I get, I get where you're coming from with that. I, I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah, because I, I personally, I personally didn't see that. I also saw it as Josephine Baker was that 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 time was her breaking the shackles that she placed on herself, and then the warrior time was her after she'd broken those shackles, learning how to keep those shackles off of her. Mm-hmm. Then when she goes back to her time, now she wants to be able to have the person that she wants to expand with actually allow them to do that. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, it can can be both ways. Yeah. But yeah, um, the part where she was like in space and shit and like, just like uh, her daughter's, uh, what's up, what do you call it? Her daughter's character, right? Yeah. I forgot her name. I really did forget her name. You talking about D? No, not not D. I mean her, her fictional character. And then the space Bugatti. Isn't space 
at the end when they were oh, in space, yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. floating. She was like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. I know you're talking about. Uh, yeah. yeah, I forgot. I forgot the name of the character too. Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, we also have to. One thing that was really cool that I really enjoyed was that they had the fucking they had different points in time as coordinates, mm-hmm. which was really fucking interesting to me because they did not have coordinates of longitude, latitude, but they also had a third coordinate for like time placement. I mean, yeah, because it's a multiverse machine. No, I know that, but I'm saying it's still very interesting to me. Okay. I don't... I, look, it I just mean, is. I mean, that's all, I mean, I, I got you, but, like, I'm just saying, like, okay, okay. Uh, But, yeah, like, honestly, I, damn it, I wish we had a fucking... I wish we had a, a female co-host so we could actually talk about this shit with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know how you can do... You know how you can help us out? Uh, ladies... Black women, females, uh, what X X and Y? No, no, that's niggas. X X, right? Yes. Okay. Double X chromosome. Double X chromosome. Double X chromosome average. If you could please tell us what you thought about this specific episode, because to, to be quite honest, to be quite honest, I would love, I would love, I would love to make this. Like us, us, like I don't get us. Who, who? I love Lovecraft Country. Y'all know this. I know this. You he know this. She know this. The other he know this. We all know this, right? Yes. They them know this. He, we all know this. Yes, we get it. Everybody fucking knows this. I would love, love to do a, a, a genuine, in depth episode about this specific episode. Yes. Because it's, I'm not gonna lie, this episode was the best, one of the best, if not the best. Of the entire series. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. And we're saying this before the season finale. But still, I think it's going to be one of the best. Like, both, both like, visually and, like, conceptually, one of the best episodes of yes. the series. And for, for such an episode to be so self-contained but still add to the overarching story is just... It, it is it is beautifully done. It is beautifully done. But, yeah, do you want to talk about another character? Ah, uh, yeah. Let's... let's, let's Let's go. Let's go to the next character, the main, the the other, the other main one we want to talk about. Ruby Baptiste. Hmm. Ruby Baptiste. Do you want to talk about Ruby right now? I mean, we can. I mean. What you want to talk about, D? No, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Tick's dad. Cause Tick's dad ticked me the fuck off. This trifling ass nigga. Trifling ass piece of shit. At every fucking turn. This nigga is doing some shit that's counter fucking productive. What in the fuck? You risk all our lives to fucking rescue this goddamn siren out this bitch, right? The end of the episode, everything's good, everything's cool, everything's copacetic. She's finally back. I mean, well, you know, they're finally back and whatnot. They're just sitting there chilling. And then this nigga goes, I'm sorry, and slits her fucking throat. What? What? You got the order to protect your family. Motherfucker, this is not what he meant. It's not even that. This thing, like, 
his conflict mostly comes in the fact that like he struggles to accept to a accept himself as a gay man. Yes, as a yeah. and number two, deal with his like the shit that happened to him as a child. Not only talking about his the ways the way his dad like beat the shit out of him. him as a kid, right? And his brother did didn't do shit about that. Well, actually, no, that was that one instance. He, he tried, but... No, that was, again, that was that one instance. Yes. Because he said that she was wrong. He He's protected me more than anybody. Yes. But what, what I'm trying to say is this, right? I think both of those things coincide with how he acts today. Like, as, yeah. as a character. Honestly, one that was also one of the best episodes when he, like... But I like... I really like that episode. Were you like really like fully accept? Well, at least he I hope he did. I don't he know. He definitely did. I feel like he did. He well, did. He I definitely mean, did. I mean, I know, I know that for that one episode. No, 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 not for that one episode. So you mean from that point on, bro? I okay. Cause I'm that, cause I genuinely feel like yes, for that one episode, he wasn't gonna play anymore. He's like, okay, I'm good now. In that one episode, he he did have peace. We saw it on space. We saw him get lifted up like uh, he caught the fucking Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes, that, that we got that. I understood that. I saw that. You saw that. I comprehend that. You comprehend that. We both comprehend that, right? Yes. I think it's... Okay, okay. Look, internally, he's not conflicted with that shit, right? Externally, he has to be. They kill gay people then. Yes, I know that. Because, because before that episode, it was more so an internal... An, an internal fucking conflict. After that episode, it more so handled and stayed to be more so an external conflict. Due to the fact that he... Due to the fact that his son found out... What I love... What after that... But yeah, go, go, go. go. What, what I love about this show is that, like, we didn't fucking know that shit until, like, that episode... Well, at least, like, the episode before that. But, like, that episode... More or less. Bro. Like, when that shit, bro, he just, like. At some point, at some point, I was like, what? I was like, I was like, but this, bro, I think he, because they kept hinting at the fact that he might not be his father. And I was like, what? Yeah, no, I was just like, oh. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then, then when I really found out, I was like, oh, okay, everything makes sense. Now, all the shit they were telling us for makes sense now. Now, yeah, when people, yeah, when they kept alluding to that, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. But then, like, when he, no, 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 the shit that solidified it for me, in which I, I, I brought it up to you, because he's watching at the same time, wait, I brought it up to you, that's, and I started fucking punching you, my bad. But, um, it was, it was when he was walking up to the fucking hotel door. He knocked on that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Then who else but Sammy opens the door? I'm just like, oh, what? And then this nigga just like, they fucking go at it. He throw, he turns him around. It's like, I was like, oh, that makes sense. So this nigga gay. That makes sense. And that's when I started punching. That's when I started punching Black Charlie Brown in the arm, saying, "Yo, yo, he's not his father." That's when. That's when it fully clicked. Like, oh shit, that's not his pops. But yeah, um, and that also makes sense as to why it also makes sense why as to Uncle George was dancing with fucking Tick's mom in the fucking mansion and shit. 
I'm not also yeah, it's true. Um but yeah. I think that was a wonder that was a wonderful like hit that episode was wonderful. Bruh, like also his other episode, like with when they went back in time and shit. That was also a good episode too. Even though that was more of like a plot heavy episode. Most that was that, very plot but most of that shit most half of that shit half, Fuck I can't talk. Half of that shit sh- Fuck shit, 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 Half shit. of that shit dealt with uh fucking Tick's dad and half of it dealt with the main plot, which I liked. Yeah. My thing is no, no, the shit that sent me the shit that sent me reeling though from that episode, which if you've seen any other show you could you could already tell and it's uh, like it's not that big of a fucking deal. But for some reason, I think because I was so invested into the story at that point, I was so engrossed that, like, when I found out that Tick was the one that was swinging at them bitches' heads like fuck Jackie fucking Robinson and said, I got you, kid. That shit sent me through the fucking roof. Like, you can ask my roommates. You can ask your roommates, bruh. Like, it's one in the morning. I'm over here hype, jumping up and shit loud as fuck. You're like, yo... Nigga, shut the fuck up. There's niggas that's sleeping on this downstairs. But yeah, yo. Um everything's kinda of went full circle. Yes. Yes. Everything went full circle. Also, I really liked how the the conversation that Letty had with uh with uh Tick's grand great grandma. Great grandma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tick's great grandma, right? But yeah, um Tick's that no, not really. It was beautiful. And actually fully accept himself. Yeah. And one thing one thing that I really enjoy one thing that one thing that I actually enjoy about these characters is that they're not one dimensional. They're not clean slates. They've all done some fucked up shit. They're all fucked up in their own way. Okay? Fucking Tick is fucking guilty of war crimes and shit. Um fucking Letty is a bum at the beginning at least. Um his fucking father um, piece of shit for a good, for a good few, quite a few times. Um, um, fucking Uncle George. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's wrong with Uncle George? George? Huh? I don't know. What's wrong with Uncle George? Why don't you I, say his name, dude? Hey. Keep his name out your mouth. Hey, hey. Do shit. Hey, sir, you just go back to licking your goddamn lips, okay? Light skin bitch. That's, <laughs> no, that was real aggressive. But no, like, one thing I really enjoy, and it's not only, like that. huh? I said, "Well, my voice gets quiet like that." Who brings you down? Yeah. Stop. All right. Please stop. <laughs> stop. All right. All right. So, stop. but yeah, I want to talk about Ruby now because Ruby, 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 Ruby is good let me, lord. Let me say some Ruby messy as shit, bro. Ruby is messy as shit, yeah, but know, she you, is a voluptuous you know, chocolate you know woman. Funny, you know what the funny thing was in that moment because we didn't know what the fuck was going on with her, but she slept with that white man. And she woke up away from the next day. I was like, yo, it's freaky. I was like, I was like, wait, wait, what the fuck? What? It's, it's freaky Friday out with this bitch. Bruh. And yo, I promise you, bro. Like. Well, that, I like, that, I like. Look, the motherfucker said, I can change your life. And he, I, I'm, he did I'm not, not lie. lie. I'm not going to lie. I fully thought that she was selfish at some point. For her, like, like wanting to be on, like, Christian's side. And, like, be a white woman and shit. But. I was like, okay, never mind. Because she was also, she also was like, I don't like the way they talk about niggas and shit. Like, it's fucked up. These white women are assholes. Yes, these white women are pieces of shit. She was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good on this. Bruh, no. My, bruh, one of my favorite scenes 
is when she fucking ass fucked the, the the boss with the fucking stiletto. Yes, that was that, that was a that was a bad bitch moment. Bruh. Said and let say yeah and let them know that you got ass fucked by a nigger bitch, <laughs> cause that's cause if you don't know that's what he called a black woman who he tried to who tried to force to you know have courtiers with him, um to perform courtiers if if, if you will, um the fucking boss from um for whatever from whatever big big time story it was what remember Wait, in the boss, alley oh yes. And and she bit his lip so that way she could run away. Then he called her a nigger bitch. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get those those white men all look the same movie. I got confused. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, man. That nigga, I really I really thought for a moment she was about to pull out his trap. I'm like, damn, she no, gonna fuck this man. No, she pulled out something else. Well, no, she pulled off something else and she, pulled she, it in and out and she, in and out. She, she pulled out that other strap. Pointing this time. <sighs> Gosh. Anyway, she really fucked that nigga with a stiletto, bro. Like, yo, no, just like yo. I just want to talk about fucking um, what's name Ruby, the fucking body whore. Yeah, the so, body whore like was the, top tier, bro. The like, body whore was top tier. The makeup and shit, the shit that, fuck yo, just. Mm, I'm gonna be real with you. Mm, the very mm, first mm, time it happened, it it low key creeped me out. I'm just like, oh. Oh, I feel oh shit. Oh no it, it, I'm not gonna lie, it was cool as fuck looking at that Loki. I was like, what? You're what? intrigued. Like, I'm disgusted. I, I was like, what? Whoa. I thought she was gonna turn to like another creature or some shit. I'm like, what? She about to fly around like fucking big chill? Ugh. What? It, but instead she just transformed into a white lady. I was like, okay. That that's that that has to be that has to be one of the weirdest power ups ever. Do you know what Big Chill looks like? Big Chill is horrifying in like CGI. I don't know what the nigga. Fuck let that me is. show you. Look at this shit. Do I want to? This shit's oh, horrifying. Oh, CGI. Yes, this shit's horrifying. Let me see. But anyway, like I was saying, um, fuck, what's saying? But yeah, like, and and she and Christina was kind of right about how that the more you take it, the more you take the potion, the easiest, the easiest gonna be a transform. Excuse me. I like it was really fucking, but like the, the time the time limits though that was confusing as shit to me. The I time mean, limits varied. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The fact that it varied confused the fuck out of me. Yeah, because one moment she was able to spend all fucking day. Yeah, all trans- day is the transformed as uh, fucking Sally McBee, right? Yeah, and then Sally. McBee. Yo, it was yo, it was fucking wild. I, I so honestly, sometimes I wondered how Ruby got. I really question that because here's the thing, right? They didn't have any fucking uh. They didn't have any fucking telephones, cell phones, none, none, none shit like that. No, like, at the same, so, like, so, cause like, so, 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 how the fuck? Nigga, did you just remix yourself? Yes, I did. So, 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 so how the fuck did, did Christina find out what Ruby was and say, oh, cause let's, let's be honest here. She transformed most, oh, that's what I called her, but fucking buddy love. That's what I called her. Yeah, buddy, buddy love. Buddy love, is. right? So. I I wondered, instead of being skinny, he became white. So, so I wondered how, how the fuck? Because let's let's be honest, this this transformation from from back from being a white woman to being a black woman is very fucking messy. Yes, yeah, very and, and gross as shit. Very grotesque. Gross as shit. Yes, like, just, and yeah, just skin and blood and shit. Right, I understand that. My right? question is, so how the fuck? How the fuck is this this voluptuous black woman covered in blood supposed to get home? Yeah, without you know. Anybody and everybody either 
you know, calling authorities and or, you know, quite possibly trying to kill him, quite possibly trying to kill her themselves. Because, like, it just seemed like she just came from, like, a fucking massacre the way that she has to fucking molt out of it. Like, when she, like, when she was fucking mid-transformation in the fucking elevator, Mm -hmm. I was curious how the fuck did she get back without anybody else knowing or seeing. Yes. But magic, so who knows. Anyway, um, is that all you want to say? Bar? Is that? Is it? I mean, I want, I mean, yeah, we kind of breeze over the fact that she was trapped. I mean, we did talk about how she turned into a white man, woman and was like perfectly fine and okay with that until she saw how the black people, the white people were treating her and shit like, were treating black people and shit yeah. like that. She was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's really weird why, I mean, I kind of understand why she still chose Christina. And be on her side because she the one that gave her the power to become white, you know. And also, and also, she was fucking her. That too. Oddly enough, it was a lesbian it, it, relationship. Yes, if, if for a show that was for a show that's based in the fifties, this is very progressive. I think technically, it's, te- a, it's a trans relationship, and I'm not no no pun intended. Well, a transition relationship. A trans relationship. Cause it's like, uh, well, actually, no, it fuck that shit. Pun intended. Pun intended, pun intended, and also not intended. You know what I mean. You can't and, and, and unintended. And if, and if at the same not, time. If, and if not, I'll explain it to you, sir. That's here's like indenting and unindenting at the same time. You here's, can't the, do that. Here's, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, right? Christina is a is a white lady, right? Yes. Who also can change and shape shift and turn into a white man, right? Yes. And also, Ruby is a black woman, right? Yes. A thick, fine ass black woman, right? Yes. <laughs> He's almost there. Wait. Let me breathe. Let me breathe for a second. Okay. okay. Who can who can turn who can turn into who can turn into a white woman, right? Mm-hmm. So, if Christina inside is a woman, but also she is male presenting and she is fucking a white woman turned turn, a black woman turned white woman, right? Does yes. she does she have an artificial strap or not? No. This sounds like Rachel Dolier's like, like like wet dream. No. Like. <laughs> That's, that's not even what I'm talking about. Does does Christina is she is she using an artificial or artificial or organic strap right now? Cause that nigga's dead. Think about it. That the real nigga, the nigga is dead. To be fair, it's organic because at the same time she can still bust a nut from it. Yeah, but it's artificial though. But it's not. It's but organic. It's what's it called? It's not semi. She can control the dick. No. So therefore, it is. It's a. But the nigga's dead. Look, the nigga's here's, dead, but she here's, isn't. Here's what I think. Here's what I think, okay? Look, look, look. No, 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 When she transforms into a white woman, does she not also trans... No, 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 no. Look here. No, look here, Lenny Williams. Okay, I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. Look. No, no, no. no. Whenever she transforms to yes. a white woman, does she have the physical anatomy of a black woman? Yes or no? Yes. How? Think about it like this, right? How? She's shorter? Oh, hold on, hold she on. Has, it's how? Just, it's, it's thing. Let me let me explain this, right? Because it's magic and shit, so I can explain this shit better. Because it was actual, like actual shit, it'd be really hard to explain. But it's not. It's magic. So here's the thing, right? The magic, the poaching, turns you into a white woman in everything but inside. Okay. So let me explain this. When she said, let me finish. How? Let me finish. When she sheds her skin, right, and just molts and shit. That's let me finish. You don't see fucking organs and shit coming out. You don't see fucking bones and shit coming out. All you see is fucking 
epidermis and like blood and shit and chunks and shit like that. You don't see fucking organs and shit. So here's the thing. All her body parts and all the shit that's in in her fucking blank body stay inside her, just compressed into that tiny little white woman. No, you turn into the white woman. No. Physically, physically on the outside, you turn into that white woman. Physiologically, all that shit is just compressed into that white woman. All the voluptuousness and thickness is compressed and shaped into that mold that is that white woman. Alright then, so then, all of whatever the fuck Christina is got shaped and molded into a man that has a dick. Yes, and that is why I'm saying that it's a strap and not an organic dick. No, why? it's an organic dick. You it's know a, why? Because a, she can still get hard as a man. Because at that point, she is a man. She is actually a man. She can organically fuck the shit out of her. And bust the nut. No, here's what I'm saying, alright? It, it is it is organic, but it's also artificial. Not, not like, I'm not, here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the dick that she fucking with is plastic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's organic. It's a real fucking dick. It is. But. So therefore, I'm right. Sim right? How am I, okay, I can like, see like, how like I'm semi right. Fuck like, like I said. I can, I, okay, I can see it. I can see it. It technically is artificial because it's magic, but it's organic because it's an actual dick. Yes. There we go. Common ground. That's how you handle fucking debates. You actually find the common ground. Anyway. I, don't, I like, I like, I just want to say, I really like the fact that I can explain like fictional shit that doesn't make any fucking sense that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But and you can explain it a lot better than regular shit that we talk about. <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, I like Ruby. I like her whole arc so far. Yeah, she. Um, you want to talk about Christina Braithwaite? Um, before we get to that, I just want to say one thing. I also wanted to say because it is really interesting to me mm-hmm. that that now I really get to that that really puts shit in perspective is the fact that when Ruby didn't get hired, but the other colored girl did get hired, and she didn't have any credentials. Excuse me, sorry. That really put into effect in me, to me, how, like, they actually did shit back then to where, like, they don't want the qualified person being in that job. Because as soon as a position opens up, they can move up and become higher. The last thing they want is somebody who's A, colored, that are, that is educated, and also B, at a higher position of power than them. And that's more qualified than them. Exactly. And that's... that's Exactly, and that's the reason, and that that made me think of, oh yeah, whenever they say you're overqualified, that's some bullshit. The only reason why I'm overqualified is because I could potentially have your fucking job. And secondly, why wouldn't you hire me if I'm overqualified? Exactly! If if I'm looking for a job, and I apply for this job, don't you think I want this job? This job is not beneath me! I don't care if I'm overqualified. I want this job. You know why? Because I need let some me, money. Let me let me tell you. Because I'm struggling out here in these streets. All right. I need fucking moolah, that cash, that money, that dough. But one thing I love the I need to pay my bills on time. I'm trying to have good credit, not bad credit, not no credit. Try not no credit. Not no credit. <laughs> You got good credit, bad credit, and no credit. <laughs> all your credits. <laughs> we take all types of credits here. Come down here at Tweety Bird's Law. <laughs> so, 
I'm, try, I'm trying to buy. I'm trying to buy. I'm trying to buy a house. I'm, I'm trying to buy. Trying to buy a car. I'm trying to buy. Stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to buy a new car. Not I'm trying to buy a new couch. Fresh off the lot. I'm trying to be whipping Fresh it. off the lot. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be whipping in style. <laughs> oh shit. I'm trying to be whipping in style. All right. So next time you tell me I'm. Overqualified, think again. I'm, I might be overqualified, but guess what? I want this. Number one, I want this job. Number two, fucking shut the fuck up about me being. Besides all that fuck shit you're talking about, on the real, like, me being overqualified is is a bullshit reason not to hire me. The only reason why you claim I'm overqualified is because I am qualified enough to take your fucking position, okay? And I love how they show the dichotomy in the show of how she was black, didn't even get fucking hired. She was white, started off at, at assistant manager. At the beginning, she started at assistant manager. Like, that's... I'm I'm so glad they showed the dichotomy there, like the double fucking standard there. I know you mean dichotomy, yeah, the double fucking standard when it comes to that. Oh shit! But yeah, now we can talk about um, you know, Sabrina. So, Christina. <laughs> so, Christina. Go, Christina. Christina. So, Christina. <laughs> Christina. <laughs> She was very mysterious and very chill with her friends. Yes. That shit got revealed that she wanted to be like fucking Frieza, Vegeta, and fucking be, and, and, I was about to say invincible, but fucking immortal. No, that was her father. Um, She wanted to be, nobody gives a fuck about her father. That nigga's fucking, that nigga got Medusa, got turned to stone. Got that nigga got Thanos, that nigga turned into dust. That nigga got turned to stone first and then got turned to dust. You got turn, you got turn it up. So we got Medusa, Thanos, and Pompeii all at the same time. God damn it. But anyway, um We got a triple decker combo. Christina Braithwaite is a great villain. I, I she is. She antagonist is. for this series because she's very mysterious starting out. We don't know what the fuck she's about. Cause we don't cause we know what her motive is, but we don't know how she's gonna play it. Yeah. That's the thing. She always keeps me on 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 my toes, you know? Yeah, because at the same time, it feels as though, like, there's times where I've actually, me as a viewer, have fucking trusted her. Like, yo, don't, don't talk shit about her. She's helping you out. But then, it, it goes to further show that, no, she's helping herself out. She's always um, one step ahead of them. I love it. Like, I'm telling, like, she is a really, like, she is a good villain. Like, I don't know what she's going to do. And I don't know what she's doing to benefit them or just to benefit her. Like, even if it seems like they benefit him, I mean, benefit them, it can still benefit her in some type of way. And it's weird to me how it happens. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense. And if anything, it's a great chess move. Like, whenever it is explained or expounded upon. I mean, but to be fair, they also do some stupid shit, too, to where... But it makes sense. 
Nigga. Can you drink louder? I think the people in the back didn't hear you. Yes, yes, I can. I wasn't a challenge, sir. Anyway. But anyway, Christina Braithwaite is yes, cool as shit. Yes, Christina. Also, she can dress. Well, she's a, she also, dresses like a slender white witch. You want to talk about G.R.? G- oh, uh, you mean Karama? Yes, the, the kid's name. The, the, the Nine-Tailed Pussy Demon. Nine-Tails. Nine-Tails Succubus. The Nine-Tailed Pussy Demon. I'm not going to lie. I'm calling Succubus' Pussy I'm, Demon. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I want to know where her true form is. Also, do her pussy got teeth? No, that is a whole nother movie that Shut we never go to. Shut the fuck up. That's not what I asked you. I said, does she got, her pussy got teeth? No, again, that is a whole nother movie we're not going into. Oh, so I'd rather watch. Is it called Teeth and Tusk or Tooth? Teeth. Tooths. <laughs> Tooths. Yeah, literally. Tooths. <laughs> um, teeth. I, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather watch Teeth than uh, Tusk. That's another story. You have watched it. I, I would rather watch Teeth than Tusk. You have not watched it. It is. No. I don't, I don't like it. I feel um, like it would be kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Just the thought of uh, like a pussy biting off a nigga dick. That sounds hilarious to me. But anyway, um, enough about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about the the fucking Kitsune, GR, and how uh, her, the nine tail pussy. She's, demon. She fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Even though she is a pussy demon, she adorable. She really she cute. is. She's, she's cute. cute as shit. Like not even just in her appearance, but just she's like a wholesome ass person. Yeah, like, she's like look like she's like damn. I got cursed. I'm a Kitsune now. And then her her mom is a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her, her mom, mom flip flops. Her so. mom sucks. Her mom, her mom is flippy floppy, wishy washy. But anyway, it, it was a kind of cute love story. I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of cool. How she came back, she was like, "Hey, nigga, you in trouble?" Uh, I mean, I, I can't. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but nigga, you gonna die if you go back to the United States. Yeah. No, but the way they fucking alluded to it was fucking great, especially since in the first episode. She he fucking fucking calls her and shit just like Is Atticus? You shouldn't have gone home. Yeah. Then he hangs he's, up like yo, who like, the fuck is this? Yes. Like the way they set her character up is so like I love it. It's like it's it's very mysterious. And it's just like, who the fuck is I, this? I hope we get more of her in later seasons, because she's cool as shit. Yeah, she is. Um, I feel like she can't help in a fight. Hmm? I, just, I feel like she can't help with a fight, though. No, the only way she can help is she fuck him. <laughs> That's funny. But the um, only problem is she only has one more use left. That's true. Um, yo, you don't be hilarious. What? If she fuck her, if, if the fucking season finale, she fuck Christina. And that's all she fucked <laughs> Yo! That yo. would be amazing! That would be hilarious. Plot twist. But also, I like the way how, when she suck, when she suck niggas all their bodies, it looks really fucking cool. No, like, just no, like, let me, let me explain. Let me, you let me explain. I wish y'all could see the look of this no, and confusion. No, let me face. explain. What's really cool is that her fucking tails come out and like, it fucking like goes, goes over the fucking eyes. And like, for some weird, for some weird ass reason to me, it's really fucking weird. Her fucking tails come out of her nose. I'm just like, ew. Cause this thing, when I, when I thought, cause when I didn't know what the fuck she was, 
And I see I'm still questioning just there. I'm like, so why they come out for notes? Out of all places, why notes? It's, well, it's nine so, tails. So, so if, if, one out of pussy, two out of nose, two out of ears, two out of eyes. So one thing about this, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I'm just like, I wonder if, I wonder if, so are they just, are they just like a man, a physical manifestation of the nine tail spirit? Or like, because I know that she can control, right? She said she can control a little bit, right? Yeah, she so, can. Yeah. So I have a question. So if, if she like was able to like grow her nose hairs or like, like a mustache? No. <laughs> what? No. 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 But like, what if she had like a mustache, right? And, and and when she had to devour somebody, she was able to use her fucking nose nose hairs. Her Nigga, mustache. this is not boba bo 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 bo. Okay. Okay. Anyway, she was a great character. I liked her. She, yeah. We should some. I hope we get to see more. Next, D. D. Yeah. D. Really fucking cool. I like her. She's cool as shit. Yeah. Like. She, she like, yeah. She's a minor character, but she, she definitely she had like when she had like her. Her her character centric episode it was really great and I love how they tied it into actual events that happened during that time, like Emmett Till. Yes, and and the the imagery of like picking enemies and shit like that. Yes, and we was actually kind of spoiled to the to the introduction of Emmett Till due to one of our roommates. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good episode. That was a really good episode. But what really, really fucking hurt me, but I kind of understand it from a narrative perspective because it would be a really short fucking episode if they like really took it seriously. Yeah. But the fact like that what really hurt me is that niggas was like, I don't got time for you, girl. You like, go in the house. Like, shake First of all, first of all, if you see her acting some type of weird fucking way, there gotta be something the, fucking the, going on. No, nah, no, nah, it's not even about that. I think that these past, I don't even know which episode it was. It gotta be at least like, um, eight? Episode eight or seven. One of them. Episode seven. The fact they've been through hella magical shit. Yeah. And you see this girl. Yeah. She like, fucking, she fucking looking, exercise, no, got no, ghosts no, out. No, no, She looking scared as shit, right? She's like, fuck, somebody, you gotta help me. Well, fucking Letty, where's fucking Tick, nigga? It was the worst part, but I kind of do understand because uh, Tick's dad didn't really understand. Yeah, because at the same time, I'm like, yo, don't hold her in place. Like, she is legit beating the shit out of these fucking spirits. And all the shit that you've seen, nigga. She's going Like, if she beating the shit out of spirits, she's... Like, if she's doing this shit, she's not just going fucking the, crazy. The worst part, she was winning, too. Let's be honest, that girl was winning. Huh? She was winning for that game. Bruh, no, like legit, she was beating the fucking shit out of both of them fucking spirits. <laughs> Nigga, when you saw, the, when they first came in, you saw the spirits, all you heard, dum, 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 dum. Yes. But yes. <laughs> he was giving them bitches the work. <laughs> also, um, what else? Oh, you shit. Really disgust, you don't really disgusted me, disgusted me, though. What really disgusted you? When fucking, uh, when that nigga's. No, that shit infuriated the fuck out of me, bro. I was like, ugh. No, that shit made me mad, bro. But you know what was funny though? What? When uh, when when that nigga tried to fucking cross into the house, nigga, yeah, that was hilarious. Being like, oh, boom, 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 boom. Can't get in here, nigga. Uh, I 
But um, fuck, D was cool. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope she lives. She probably gonna live. No, she's gonna live, man. She's gonna live, damn it. I think that's all the characters. Um, all the main characters, at least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? I'm talking about the white people though. <laughs> These white people, like racist. This shit could happen today, and I would not be surprised. The same exact shit that, that happened in the show, minus all the supernatural shit, could still happen today, and I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. That is all. Synopsis, racist. If I had to give some rating, 12 out of 10. Uh, before I give my final rating, I do have one I do have one thing that I can see somebody calling an issue on. What? Some people could call bullshit on how they figure out some of the shit they figure out. Like when Atticus knew the language of the siren. He's first of all, first of all, no. How? Why? Why? I'll give, I'll give you two reasons. Number one, at least outside of this universe, he's a chosen one. But what does that have to do with him? He's, he's, a, ma- he's a magical nigga. Okay. Lit- what that li- literally, and I don't mean to stereotype you. He's a magical nigga. Also, he's he's in air. He's the son of a son. He's the son, he's the son of a son. He's he's Titus Bright White. Bright White's descendant. Number one. I mean, those are two reasons. Number one, he's magical, unlike all the other people in the series. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's the Titus Bright White's descendant. Of course. Yeah, but also some people could also call bullshit like. Like on um, Hippolyta's episode, like, how the fuck does she know that fucking advanced level of math and shit, considering the fact that this was the 50s? Okay, first of all, um, two things. One, yeah, I'll defend that, because he's magic, and he's descended to his breath. Yeah. It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's the one. Um, number two, she got those things in her. Her fucking wrist. No, no, no. I'm talking about when she was, I'm talking about in her episode, when she first was in there. And she fucking figure out how, like, how, like, to fucking take them shits up and then go in and, and know how, where the fuck the panel was to be able to fucking unbreak the fucking she, wire. She studied to be an astrophysicist. It's literally rocket science, nigga. That's why. Thank you. Again, I'm not saying that I think this. I'm saying I can see somebody trying to make the argument, like, oh, sometimes yeah, yeah, they yeah. pull fucking conclusions out of their ass. Yeah. But yeah, um, we're we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We are back after these messages, and we are back. So we are back. We are black, and he's Charlie Brown. Yes, and fuck, uh, shit. What were we talking? Damn, about? bitch. Yeah, no. What were we talking about before? Lovecraft Country. Yes. Okay. So is that all you have to say about Lovecraft Country? Um. Yeah, um, to be honest, okay, so yeah, that was I, that was my main gripe was that I was is that I I was thinking that somebody could say they pulled this shit out their ass, but I'm glad you were able to explain it even off the top of your head. But no, because you gave, I've, I've read a lot of like fictional shit, and honestly, that's really just my interpretation of how this shit happens. Cause I feel cause tropes, yeah, trope no, yeah, tropes are definitely. I definitely uh, a thing that I that I identify very very easily 
And to be fair, what I was glad about was that I was wrong because I predicted, like, try to predict some shit that happened in the first episode, and I was wrong, and I was glad to be wrong because mm-hmm. if I was right, then I'd be like, oh, oh, this is gonna be another one of those shows. Yeah, those shows are supposed to be different, but fucking follow the same trend. No, the show is nothing like that, and I really enjoy it. The only sad, the only bad part, I think, the only thing that I think that like I would change or like would. Erased entirely was when um, but Tick's Tick's dad killed that um, killed uh, the son. Yeah, what the what fucking point? She couldn't speak anyway. She's a fucking son. What was the need to kill her? Why? Honestly, I'm disappointed. Like, but to be fair, it did it did cause the divide between them. He punches him in the face to where he damn near fucking kills him. And he's like, yo. And Tisha's like, yo. Like, I'm fucking scared of that shit. i never seen you like that. You got, you get like, fucking, like, fucking mad, mad angry right now. And yeah. i never really seen you that aggressive. If I wasn't there, you would've killed that nigga, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, shit. And when she came downstairs, though, this nigga, like, she had the fucking bat ready in case this nigga tried some shit. Yeah. I think if I had to rank these episodes in terms of like, I'm gonna be real with you, cause I don't, I don't remember all of the episodes like where they stopped and where they ended because the story flowed fucking seamlessly. Yeah. Like from episode to episode, it flowed and it made damn sense, man. That's all I really gotta say about Lovecraft Country. I can't wait for episode ten. We're I cannot wait for this season fucking finale. We're definitely gonna do a recap episode. Oh um, yeah, just like a series overview, I guess. Oh yeah. I'm just like the experience. So, but yeah, so all I gotta say for Lovecraft Country. Anything else? You gave it. Okay, you gave it a twelve out of ten. Yeah. I would give it a ten out of ten. I would agree. The details are very well placed. The puzzle pieces it make it allows you to think and allows you to put together something before either a either before it tells you or it alludes to it. It allows you to be able to it it allows people who actually like think critically about shit to be able to to enjoy it so that way because everything is not spoon fed to you, but you're still able to get what it is you need to get. Yeah. It 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 has it has good characters and good character development. When it has character-centric episodes, those episodes do well to expand upon not only the character but upon the whole, but upon the story as a whole. Because to be fair, if these episodes didn't happen, they wouldn't need to go back to the alternate fucking realm and shit. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have been able to get the fucking book of wouldn't have been able to get the fucking book of names and shit. Yeah. I do, I do very much, I do very much enjoy, like, like how, how everything is, like, placed and how everything is done. Yeah. And how, like, things don't just happen just to happen. They actually have a purpose to further along the plot. And it makes logical sense, well, as much sense as it can make when it comes to monsters and magic and shit. But, oh yeah, we also didn't talk about the fact that fucking, the fucking, um... Episode 9 ended off really with, like, Tick being able to control one of the fucking creatures of the night. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. The fact that this nigga can now control his own, that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out, too. Yeah, definitely. But, um... Yeah, because honestly, I thought that nigga was about to die. Because remember when they, cause remember they was shooting up the fucking house, then they fucking turned to Tick, 
and then this nigga is shot. I'm just like, okay, I know he's not gonna die because he's the main character and his main character plot armor, but how the fuck are they gonna do this? He raises his hands, all of a sudden, one of them fucking creatures might like, come out and then just fucking wreck shop. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I always love it when they come out and just like fucking kill people. Like, but, um, yeah, so, if anything, I would give this show a 10 out of 10. The The writing the writing is great. It's comical in places where it needs to be. It hits hard. It hits home in, in some places, especially if you are, you know, black. Um, it, it scratches, it scratches that itch of having, having bits of horror and suspense, as well as having sci-fi elements that work. It has it has an action adventure Indiana Jones type feel at times, and it allows you to put together dots that aren't explicitly expressed, but but still make sense within the context of the story. It's a genuine it's a genuinely great fucking show so far, mm-hmm. and I pray that see that the season finale wraps up what it's supposed to and what it needs to. Because either it's going to end it here, and then we're going to have the ending of the show here, which I would not be opposed to, or we're going to set it up for season two. I would. What I want in season two, honestly, I just want, if, if, this, if it closes out on like a 10 episode miniseries, I'm good. Yeah, my thing is, if it closes out on episode 10, I will not be upset about that at all. Because the story is so tightly done. I mean, it's so, it's so tightly packaged and so greatly done. Loose ends are not left alone. Little shit that they pick up on in character and for the viewers is something that's is something that's very well written, very well directed, very well done. And if they ended it off in this last episode, I'd be okay with that. I'd be perfectly fine because the story itself is self-confined but also expansive, also expansive in the universe. Now, if they do go for season two, I'm very curious how they're going to expand what they've already built upon for ten more episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it seems like that, that's it for this episode of the Anything Period Podcast. It, this episode of what? Of the Anything Period Podcast. Of the what? Of the Anything Period Podcast. Of the what? Sir. Come on. I'm, I was trying to throw that swag up there so that way you can just like fuck it up and not finish it off. Who do you think you are? Alright, John Legend. I'm gonna need you to calm down. No, I mean it. Who do you, who who do you, you think you are? I, no. No, I mean, who do you think I you mean, are? who do you think you are? Shut the fuck up. You're not... You know who you're not? Who do I think I'm not? You're not Stone Cold. You're not Stone Cold. So don't... What? Me? Okay, sir. Why do you think I should say that? Why do you think I... Why do you think I should care? What? Why do you? Why do you think that? Why do you think that? Frankly, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> and that's how we're going to end. That's how we're going to end. That's how we're going to end it. That's it. This has been anything. Period. Podcast. If this is on the period, we we'll catch y'all. Peace. Peace.